Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways from Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. So excited to have you join me as we continue to travel through the New Testament, looking with a, with a devotional eye toward what the scripture teaches us. And we are actually in Romans chapter 3 today. And so up to this point, we've been watching as the Apostle Paul has been building an argument about the, the great need we have that all of us lack the righteousness of God and there's nothing we can do on, in and of ourselves about it. In the, the section I want to look at today in chapter 3, it's going to look at how not only have we sinned, not only have we rebelled against God, but also that there is, there is nothing we can do in and of ourselves to fix that. We can't uh, justify ourselves. We can't make ourselves right with God. And uh, this is an important uh, text because this, this helps us remember uh, the glory of, of God and his work. It also redirects the way we think about ourselves and maybe any sense of pride or uh, moral kind of like superiority we might sense when we recognize that it's, it's really a work of God in our lives to bring salvation and to bring righteousness into our lives. And so let's jump into the text here. Romans chapter 3. We're going to start in verse 20. Here's what the text says. It says, for by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his, in God's sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. So he, just let's lay this out here. The law of God is good. It is wonderful. But one of the, the, the main purposes that the law of God, one, one of the main uses of the law of God is it reveals something to us. When we read the law of God and it teaches us not to covet, for example, it's an example Paul uses actually. We look in our hearts and we say, oh man, I covet. I covet my neighbor's house or, or his car. I, I covet their skills, their abilities, their job. Maybe I covet certain relationships. Uh, oh man, I'm condemned according to the law. Through the law, comes knowledge of sin. But now, this is great, verse 21, but now the righteousness of God, this is what we, we lack, the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction. Here's what he says. There is, there is a way to achieve righteousness that is not through our obedience to the law. It's through faith in Jesus, who, who he did perfectly obey the law. He did perfectly obey the law. For, but, so, for there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. This is a key verse that maybe you've memorized in, in what's called the Romans road that, that describes this path of salvation. This is what it says very plainly. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There's no one who has obeyed the law of God perfectly besides Christ. Everyone has missed the mark. Verse 24, and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. There's a few things here. First of all, let's, let's back up. We've got this, this part right here, for all who believe. And then that, that impacts this next text when it talks about how all are just, and are justified by his grace through gift of his redemption that is in Christ Jesus. 
So we all have sinned. We all have fallen short. And all who believe now are justified by his grace. The grace that we have in through redemption. This is the buying back of a slave out of the slave market. We were slaves to sin. We were, we were led along by the enemy of our soul who had us in captivity. We have been redeemed. And it says God put forth Jesus as the propitiation by his blood. This is a big word, right? But simply put, propitiation is, it's the righteous wrath of God being appeased. So God has a righteous anger towards sin. He is perfect and it's in his, it's in his, his right, his character. It's, it's good that God hates sin. If he loved sin, God would not be good, right? So God is good. And so he has a righteous anger towards sin. In that anger, it is a appeased. It is satisfied by the sacrifice of Jesus through his blood. And it says to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. God is perfectly righteous. He is just and his mercy has been displayed magnificently as he has justified us by faith through the work of Jesus. Verse 27. Then, what becomes of our boasting? Who, who, who can say, look at how good I am because of how great I've obeyed God's word and how much I've obeyed God's law, yet the reality sinks in that all have sinned. There is no one that's good enough. And so who is anyone to boast? So he says, it is excluded. By what kind of law? By the law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Now this is, this is an incredible text and 10 minutes does not do it justice. But, but here's what we see as a way of an overview of this text. We see that, that there is no one justified before God based on their own merit. We all have sinned and there's no one that can be good enough. We cannot make up enough wrong. We can't be good enough. We can, there's no extra credit. But Jesus, he has, for those who trust in him, those who place their faith in his death and resurrection, he has redeemed us. He has satisfied God's wrath and he has made us justified. We now stand as those who were declared not guilty before God in his, in his great judgment. And so what does this lead us to do? How does, this, how does this lead us to respond? Well, it leads us to respond by not boasting at all, by not acting like we're good enough, by not acting like we've earned something from God, but instead we, 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 we constantly say it's by his grace, it's by his work, it's by his redemption, it's by his propitiation. This is what he has done for you. And in this you rejoice humbly, thankfully, and worshipfully. This is the ancient way for the modern day. This is simply this, this call to understand that we cannot earn anything before God, but it has been freely given through the work of Christ. Can I ask you today, do you, do you actually believe this? 
Are you still striving and toiling so that God maybe just maybe will, will approve of you? Maybe you're even part of a church. You're, you're part, maybe even, you're even part of Valley and you, you're working so hard because in the back of your mind, you're worried that you're not going to be good enough for God. Let me make this abundantly clear. You are not good enough for him. But he has made you his. He has redeemed you. His wrath is satisfied. He has justified you. And now you stand before him and you say, I have not one single boast. I just have gratitude. That's the, that's the ancient way for our modern day.